I thought I'd um, list a bunch of breakthrough creative moments or moments, significant moments with with my relationship with creativity and art. Um, I wonder if this is still recording. So I wrote, I made, made, wrote some of them down, but yeah, the fir- the first one when was when I was about five and my dad was playing around with bits of Lego and within 10 minutes, I don't know, didn't have any measurement of time, but he made a, a Lego crane, but he made something out of nothing. And I thought that was amazing for just, for something to just, a, it felt like it, it, it appeared, it felt like an advanced version of Peekaboo, this these bits of lego turned into this beautiful construction and that that blew my little brain off it was it was amazing it felt like wow dream logic works in waking life and that and i thought that that's because of creativity and my dad did that with his fingertips the next moment was when i was probably four years later when i was about nine and we got to make photocopy books in class and i was i was um i wrote a story of a dream I had of where I travelled to the other side of the moon and went down a hole and I looked up into the stars from the bottom of that hole on the dark side of the moon and I and I wrote that into a little photocopied and stapled and stuck together book and it blew my mind again that I could hold my my sleeping dream as an object in this waking life. I could actually hold it as an object with this little crappy made book that we made in class and I thought oh fuck I want to do this for the rest of my life that's amazing and so the next big breakthrough was probably I was reading a lot of Michael Looney books and Tintin books and mum stuck a lot of Michael Looney's cartoons on our fridge he's kind of like a comic poet philosopher from Melbourne Australia he's still amazing I follow him you should um, find him on Instagram Michael Looney and his stuff just yeah blew my blew my mind that this guy could write these little little fables they almost were like little illustrations with words and create these magic comments on the world and how how it works i learned a lot about what this this earth was what this existence was through his work in my teens and in my early teens and into my late teens and same with Tintin in my probably Tintin more in my early teens I loved how pictures could create this vast expansive world and my brain was still so ripe it brought more magic to the pages of things and so yeah Tintin and Michael Lunig and Michael Lunig even into my 20s I'd cut out his newspaper stuff his um, newspaper cartoons, and I'd, I'd keep them all in a little book. And so the the next time, the next big breakthrough was when I was about early twenties, and I was writing and making comics for a student newspaper. And I got paid to do some comics for a a postgrad magazine. It was like twenty bucks or something, and I thought that was that's unbelievable. That's magic. I'm I'm writing my own. I'm writing these little thoughts, and they're getting. I'm, I'm I'm making some money out of it. It just felt wrong to pay bills with money I'd made from art. It felt like money made from art deserved. It just felt like it made all other real money just seem like monopoly money. 
Um, but that was about the same time when I was in a share house in Carlton and I was sitting in the front room and I was writing some ideas down and I I was about 23, 24 at the time. I thought, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I thought, this isn't, this isn't, this will probably never happen. But if it does, it might take at least 30 years for it to happen because there's no real way, unless I am published in a a regular spot in a newspaper or something, which is almost impossible because of all the gatekeepers, it's never going to happen. But the best I can do probably will take me 30 years or so until until I've lived enough of life and also uh, battered against that impossible wall to be able to do this as something instead of going to a sales job and and having to pay my bills that way. But I remember reading Milan Kundera around the same time um, and one of his books, I was in the Melbourne Cemetery when I started visiting it in 1999, I still visit it, um, and I thought, this guy... I was, I was wondering, why is this guy so good? Why does he resonate? And I thought, he's saying really simple truths, but he says them with such conviction. They just leapt off the page. They felt real. They felt bigger ideas than the, the simplicity of the truths that he, was, that he was writing about. And I thought, how does he do that? How does he... Like, I know these truths. I know that's real. But then I... Then I realised at the same time, I thought, nah, he's he's lived the... He's like... He was like 60, 70 when he wrote this book. He's And I thought, he's lived that experience so many times. He's experienced the cycles of life, witnessed those truths arise again and again to the point it was almost beyond doubt. And you can feel how that lived experience infuses his words. Yeah, the lived experience bought the conviction to his words and I thought well I'm just going to have to cockroach the shit out of life and and exist and that's the only way I'm going to be able to write anything close to that is to witness the bullshit of life happen over and over against me and that's and that sort of reconfirmed the thought in my early 20s I'm going to have to probably wait 30 years to actually really experience life um just going about my own bullshit until I'm able to write anything close to that. So the next big breakthrough was my my late 20s. When I wrote, uh, I, was, I was in and out of jobs and stuff and the doll sent me to Centrelink, the doll sent me to a resume writing course and I was indignant and felt a bit arrogant. I wrote the most ridiculous resume and I sent it to every single job. Um, and I talked about that in another podcast um, that resume, but advertising took me on, and they said you're a writer, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll just pretend I am. I, I, I loved ideas, but I never considered myself like someone who is a uh, writes words. Like I, 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 I wanted to be able to make comics, um, or but I, I loved ideas, so I just had to learn how to write. And they said, you've got to read more books if you're going to be a writer here so I started reading poetry and I loved poetry and this was a huge breakthrough it's that poetry felt like medicine and I thought I wanted to write medicine as well um and so I started writing poetry and I and my first few poems gone to best Australian poems and that wasn't because I was good at it it was because it was I, I, I had fresh eyes and I was I didn't know how to write poetry therefore 
it probably felt fresh to the editors. It was like, this is different. This isn't what we normally get. So the first couple of poems I wrote got into Best Australian Poems, and I thought, ah, oh, okay, I've, this is a huge breakthrough. I'm a poet now. <laughs> That's that, according to these editors. Yeah, um, so I, I started writing poetry for um, the last... That was back in 2011, 2012. That was like mid-30s. And so the next big breakthrough or I almost have to skip 10 years later it's like the the breakthroughs came they came they came pretty fast at a young age and they've sort of this heartbeat of the breakthroughs have slowed down the older I get and so the, the last big breakthrough was late 30s and it's only now 10 years later late 40s I'm 40 I just turned 48 a few weeks ago and the the next big breakthrough was of I feel like poetry taught me everything about writing and so did my year or two in advertising as a copywriter taught me a little bit and I've finally ditched the idea of writing poetry in my head and it was because of TikTok that what um that was basically a video it's videos and so I was doing spoken word and I didn't want to do spoken word I hate my voice um and this is this is the time before I did the podcast. I was making videos, and I and I got used to it, which is why I started the podcast. I thought, fuck it, I don't, it's I'm not that. My voice isn't that shit. I don't mind it. So I, I I made videos, and it's funny how people say, oh, you you end up doing what the algorithm tells you to do. You're you're the victim of the algorithm. But for me, I found that the opposite. The algorithm actually p- pushed me into a a fresh creative breakthrough that I was struggling with for I reckon the last five probably seven years like it was a few years after I got into Best Australian Poems and I started to um, bore myself with a lot of my poetry I felt like I was pulling levers and pushing buttons and and I was no longer getting into like, getting published by my, my stuff was no longer fresh but I was still writing poetry because I thought this is I've you know I've had a little bit of success in inverted commas with it and it, and it's because of the algorithm of TikTok pushing me into you know r- making videos and spoken word and telling me that 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 this is the this is the future of social media videos it actually forced me into writing longer form pieces and there's no way I can write 200 word po- like 200 to 300 word poems as often as I could. So I started turning them into rants, um, and the rants that were less poetic. But I felt like I'd finally found, I'd stumbled into something that was my voice. And I've and there's I'm just saying true things that I've, I've experienced over 30 years like back in my early 20s when I thought how does Milan Kundera write such simple things with such conviction and it's because now I have lived a lot, a lot of life it feels like um it was a 30 year degree that I did to get to this point it wasn't um I had to do it my own but that I've um an education that I had to give myself of just existing through through the days and nights and years and that this new breakthrough is 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 the seventh or eighth or ninth one on top of a lifelong of these just yeah in breakthroughs but they take 
I've noticed they don't, they come more rarely the older I get. So I don't know if I'll ever get another breakthrough, but I've, as long as I, I'm interested in doing these videos for the meantime, um, at some point I, I, I'll bore myself with them. Or I don't think I'll ever give up videos because I, I do like writing one to two minute little rants. They're, they're so much fun. Uh, they do feel like a natural extension of the poems that I'd written for a long time. But yeah, at some point, I've vaguely got an idea that I'd love to write up some sort of horror movie or horror computer game one day. I don't know. But maybe I don't have any more sort of creative breakthroughs left in me. But yeah, I feel like that's the end of the line for, for the moment.